Warriors. Yo, 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 yo. Did you did you record the countdown too? No. I feel like you recorded the countdown. <laughs> that was off. That was off here. Yeah, that was like Indeed. a very like like I'm saying when you, when we play this back, it's gonna sound very awkward. Just yo yo. Like it, it, I think. Especially the countdown. Red, the countdown would have made would have like made more sense. Yeah, it would have okay. had a little more. Content. And then you can start it off with like one of those hot takes, like like they do right before a commercial break with a TV show. You know, like a new, like a, like a new, like, like a monologue when it's usually like, you know, right after these messages, we're going to tell you why Popeye's is not going to succeed with the breakfast sandwich. (laughs) They're doing a breakfast sandwich. I don't know what the hell they do. Yo, Popeye's was lit again today. Oh, I went there yesterday. You got You got a sandwich? No, I couldn't get a sandwich. They was turning people. First, they they shut, they closed the the lobby, like the the main hall. It is like they they don't they're not supposed to close it till ten or ten thirty. They it was they closed it at like eight fifteen. Like I tried to like so, it was me and it was like a group of college kids and like a, a few like locals. We're in Poughkeepsie. Mm-hmm. I walked to the I walked to the door. It is like there's like, we're not letting people in. I said we we talk, we're like what are you talking about? It says you close at ten thirty. Said no, we're not letting people in. So, like, we wait, like, five minutes. Some guy walks the door. He's like, nah, man, y'all can't come in. It's mad muddy. We're looking through the window with the lights. It's clearly not muddy. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no, you can't see from the outside. It's, it's, mad, it's, it's mad muddy. I said, so, so I'm, I'm like, okay, let's play ball. So you guys are just working in mud. Nobody's going to come clean up the mud? <laughs> he just said, he just threw up his hands. just like, ah, <laughs> just... Y'all can't come in. It's just like we walked outside. So, I, you know, I was like, fuck that. I'm like, what you want? I, I got in line. <laughs> so... I waited like 20 minutes and like the people behind me, they was telling the people that was behind me, this is like, there was like a line going down like the Ontario. So they was like, yeah. So they was telling the people behind me like, yo, after, after, after him, there's no more, there's no more, there's no more food. You you guys got to go. Wait, no more food or no more They were trying to shut it down. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like one person even asked, like, what if we just wanted some regular chicken strips? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even fuck with the sandwich. What if we just want biscuits? Right. Yeah. What if I just want the popcorn shrimp? <laughs> they didn't have an answer for that though, so I'm pretty sure somebody left an angry Yelp review somewhere. But um, yeah, so these like everybody behind me can't get no sandwiches. So as soon as I get right up to like just about get to like the the, the speaker, I'm mm-hmm. like right behind the person who's like, and like the guy comes out. I was like, yeah, man, you you here for sandwiches? I said, like, yeah. There's no more sandwiches. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> You here for sandwiches? Yeah. There's no more sandwiches. sandwiches. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, this whole Popeye thing is nuts. Like, it's got, like, when I, all right, when I say the worst in people, not the worst in people in the sense of, like, in regards to that article you sent, uh, Tone. Not that, but, like, what people are, like, conspiracy theories. That are out there about what's happening with this chicken and what's going on with it. I think it's just crazy that like this is where we are the talking crazy about a chicken sandwich. The crazy part the conspiracies is around it. The no, it was just Ja Rule, and nobody likes Ja Rule. Right. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm not talking about Ja Rule. I'm just talking about the fact of like what is up with this chicken. I don't like, think. I don't like, think I, it's. I don't I, and when I say this, let me just make this is a statement. Like this is like people in general are excited about this sandwich. 
And I'm just wondering, what is it about this sandwich that is so special compared to other chicken sandwiches? Nothing. That's that's just it. It's is it really nothing? Nothing, because we've seen this before. We've seen it with Jordans. Like, like I remember like the craze when they started releasing Elevens during Christmas and like people going crazy at the mall. Like, you know, this isn't the first thing people have gone crazy over. It. You know, it's just something that just happened to go viral. Like Tone said when we first started talking about the sandwich during the first um stock of these sandwiches, like. They've been selling the sandwich for a minute. It took like a, some chick's tweet for it to go viral to talk about how good the sandwich is before the people want to like go into like bot try and like be a part of the hype. That's all it really is. Don't get it twisted. It's a very good sandwich, but you know the fact that people like are going crazy. It's you know going crazy over it. To me, like it's just nothing new. Like we've seen this before. People go like I've been in long lines at fucking White Castle. I've been in long lines at fucking Walmart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've been like people like like we've got a long line at Kennedy's right. every week. We go to yo we go, we get in lines for shit all the fucking time. It's just that we're talking about something that went Twitter that went viral on Twitter and people just want to be a part of the fun. And on top, of, and like the sandwich yeah. actually being good is like it's just like a cherry on top of it. So, so that's the so that's the the culmination of all this. This, this it's just social media. It's hype. just yeah, it's just 2019. That's okay. What it is. So then, all right. People so wait in line for like wedding dresses. Okay. So then, I guess so. Then I guess the deeper question is, is how are we so easily fucking manipulated into shit like this? I thought we already established how stupid people are. I mean, yeah, we say that all the time. That's a very blanket statement. But <laughs> when you really like break it down and you look at how, it's like I don't, I don't think we're qualified to answer that question because it, it's been happening long before. I mean, any of us chicken sandwich. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You talk about decades. I mean, look at Black Friday for one. I mean. They all they already know like some of those deals that people think they're getting on Black Friday, like those same deals are available Monday. Right? It's just like the pure sport of doing it. You know, it's just like, yo, I would be at this and then like every year they get earlier and earlier to the point it's not even Black Friday no more because it like a lot of stores are open on Thursday. Shit, some of them start on Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, yeah, we're gonna be the first store open because we're never closing. It's like, yeah, what are like, you doing? Tar- like Target matches prices. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if, like if with the right finesse, you could buy an iPhone for like thirteen dollars. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Like, we've been doing this for a while. Like, like you said, it, it's a fad. Um, like Paul pointed out, like they used to do that for Jordans. I, I remember, like they used to do the Saturday releases. Um, I mean, they still do. They used to do but the nobody They used to do it for the. Thir- they used to have Thursday releases, and they moved yeah, it to Saturday have, so kids wouldn't skip school. And then they had the midnight releases. Um, yeah. And people used to stay up just to, you know, get the sneakers online when they released at midnight, <laughs> and then did to like ten. And I remember seeing like people in lines. We all used to do it. You just wait by. Yeah, I mean, people used to stay overnight, campouts, but you don't really hear that happen as much, you know? It's like it's a fad. It it happens with everything. I mean, people used to wait in line for concert tickets. Now you just kind of do it online, you know? It's just... I, I've never... I don't know. Like you, like, I, dog, I'm, you, I'm, I'm in, I've never been the one to wait online for shit. We just like, waited in line for in-game tickets. <laughs> yeah, and look how long that lasted. I gave up on that shit. I just waited. I wait like the following weekend to see. Oh, I was able to get like weekend. three tickets, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm just. I don't know. I'm not about waiting online, which is part of the reason why I don't like going to places where there are a lot of people. And it's it's a good thing you didn't come with us to Vegas. Yeah, because that's just <laughs> not for me. I'm a big dude. There's a lot of weight on my body to be just standing around like that. Shit hurts the knees. My back gets fucking sore. Mm-hmm. Like it's just not comfortable mm-hmm. at all. I get mud butt. Just fucking Whoa. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like it's just not a comfortable situation. So for, so I was never into 
like waiting for true releases of video games. I would just wait a couple days and just get that shit when it came out. I, I don't know. So that's why I just I can't seem to wrap my mind around people. Like I drove by the Popeyes twice today in Tensula. And I saw the same thing just <laughs> waiting. Just I mean, that's waiting. just as bad. Before I came here today, I stopped at the Popeyes in... I was working in Yonkers, so I stopped at a, Pope, at a Popeyes in Mount Vernon, which is like five minutes away. And I was able to get my food within a relatively decent time. It, like Probably like ten minutes. Shit, that's still a long time for fast food. And they, they, they didn't have a drive through but it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ten minutes is not bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I came, I walked in. There was a line, but it was just like they had pre-made sandwiches already. I figured like it, it has to be that easy, right? I don't know why it's so like, do they cook? Do they cook? Do they start cooking the chicken as soon as they get the order? Like. You know, you wouldn't think chickens you, are pre they're pre cooked before they even come to the fucking building. Like what time is Popeye's open? Like ten, eleven? Can, can you imagine like there's a there's a separate storage warehouse, just these chickens are sitting on fucking oh, like shelves. The Krabby Patties? On <laughs> 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 like somewhere in Jersey. <laughs> like the Scrooge McDuck <laughs> Palace <laughs> the Scrooge McDuck Palace full of chicken sandwiches. <laughs> Somebody Remember the DuckTales the dude he was swimming in the money? <laughs> he was swimming <laughs> in chicken sandwiches. <laughs> Well, no, them, it's 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 more industrialized. That was more loose, you know, like it was just change in a fucking vault. Right. But these these chickens are just sitting somewhere on a fucking shelf, like right. like t-shirts. <laughs> just, <laughs> the Popeye's Chicken Warehouse is right next to the Supreme Warehouse. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, you know, like same warehouse that you buy washers and dryers from. Like, <laughs> it, it's where you're like you get all your Amazon shit from. Yeah. That's the same. Those fucking chicken patties are right. every we night. Store there, along with the McRib sandwiches, <laughs> <laughs> and, a, so, and, a, and a working ice cream machine from McDonald's. <laughs> so the next time you're on uh, on I-95 or any of these nice highways, 84, 87, wherever your uh-huh. preferred highway is, and you pass a fucking tractor trailer, but it, it's one of those cheesy ones that don't really have like the name of it. Right. Yeah. That's not, like, Nothing but chicken sandwiches. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. That was a pretty efficient Popeyes. Like if I need a chicken run, I might have to just make that forty-five minute trip down to Mount Vernon. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I mean, it's not a big. I mean, we have one down the street, and that fucking that line is like pretty long. I mean, I, I drive by it every day, but it's not. It's no longer than the fucking Chick Fil A line. I mean, that line is fucking long every day too. So I, I just think like it, it's. What's the what's the deal with people get mad that Popeyes has the late the the you know the wait times and the same shit goes on for everything. I've seen people fight over blinds and lows. Yeah. So it's like fight over shit all the time in stores. That's what I'm saying. The man. videos are starting to released all month. Like you know, they used to release um those special toys in Toys R Us, like Tickle Me Elmos and all those yeah. shits. Where people used to call the store and see how many they had in stock. And like we only have four. <laughs> We've seen a movie Jingle All the Way with Turbo Man. Same thing with H&M. People went crazy over the H&M collabs. Like, you know what I'm saying? People, this isn't nothing new. It's just the new thing that people oh, yeah. are going crazy over. Yeah, <laughs> it, it will end. It will end in a couple of weeks. I mean, that's just how it is. We'll jump onto the new thing. And then the 
the answer, I mean, we, it's a long fucking way till we got to the answer, but the, um, you know, the short answer for what, uh, Brandon was asking about, like, why do people do that? And I think it's just FOMO. People just have the, the fear of just missing out generally about everything. I mean, that's why people sign up for these social medias. That's why people are, are you know, do anything. It's just because of like what everybody else has or yeah. what the, it's like, well, everybody says this chicken sandwich is good. I just got to go get, go taste it. Like, you know, that chicken sandwich was out for like a couple months. Like I got the chicken sandwich just off the strength of just me, like always going to Popeye's and I seen that they always have like one or two new items there. You know, it's like, oh, we're doing black and chicken strips this week. We're doing uh Cajun shit. So they had a chicken sandwich and this was like May, <laughs> June or some shit like that, probably April. And I was like, oh shit, let me get two of those. <laughs> those chicken sandwiches. <laughs> and I never said anything because I didn't know it was like a big deal. Yeah, like so said, it, it, it was just a good sandwich. Right. It was, all came down to just one like girl's tweet like about, just about <laughs> how good the sandwich is, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just weird, you know, saying like all this news coverage for it. Like, is it really that necessary?" Listen, if anybody wants to really have any beef with with Popeyes or what, you know, why isn't anyone asking the real question? The real question about Popeyes. What's that? Whatever fucking happened to Popeye? Like, when did they stop using him as a mascot? You Popeye Doyle? Popeye the Sailor Man? Was he the official mascot? Of yeah. Him? Really? Yeah. I mean, I remember him being associated. I didn't know he was like the really... It was called Popeye's. So, wait, this the, this chain is named after the, the cartoon character. For when I lived in Brooklyn, and all the commercials I saw, and every Popeye's chicken that I ever went to, and it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Popeye the Sailor Man was always there front and center. And it was always themed around him. And then, from my recollection, recollection, Popeye's disappeared for a couple years, and then it popped back up, and it was this black lady. And it was like, oh, shit. I've never seen the Popeye, the Sailor Man, I vaguely on the Popeye's Popeye, Popeye, yeah, I vaguely you, remember that. Unless this was like a New York City thing? I, I, don't, I just don't remember. Like a, it might have been like a one-time and this was like This was like in like... And I'm, I'm, Think going on as back as maybe like 95, 96. Okay, so Popeye's the fast food chain opened in 1972 in New Orleans, headquarters Miami. Let's see. <coughs> Y'all can talk. Hold on. Yeah, I see. <laughs> I see no mention of Popeye the Sailor Man. They just named it Popeye's. Yo, that is my word. No, it's, it's, I mean, it's it's. It's founded by somebody. The the no. guy. Okay, hold on. Alvin C. Copeland claimed he named the stores after the fictional. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Detective Jimmy Popeye Doyle in the movie The French. Oh, he named it after. He named it after a movie character. That's what you were saying, Popeye Doyle. No, no, yeah, he named it after the a movie character, not not the not the cartoon character. Yeah, it clearly says not the car- cartoon character. Yeah. Detective Jimmy. Popeye but they Doyle. did. Yeah, so that had to be like, oh, it might have been like a one-time promotion that oh. you held dear. No, as I a mean, kid. the next sentence it actually says that even though it wasn't named after Popeye the Sailor Man, but it was um, deeply tied to the cartoon character um, and had a sponsorship. All right, so there was a connection at some point. So yeah. my history, my recollection of it, I remember that, and then they must have had no c- connection and then came back with this. All right, we just gave a free plug to Popeye's Chicken. Send the check. Well, everybody's. And, and I also want to add that they don't use the apostrophe because <laughs> McDonald's and all the other fucking fast food 
with the apostrophe, so they wanted to be different. Because, you know, Popeyes is so fucking different. You know, <laughs> they're chicken. And they're little chicken boxes and biscuits. Oh, man. Enough guys, of the shit. Guys really did that shit. <laughs> um, we'll show you. So we didn't really get to, to talk about the last episode, but I was hoping we can spend some time before um, we either lose our energy or lose our interest in it. Um, but are we all caught up on Watchmen? I am. No. So, no? I mean, yeah, I'm only on like the second episode, and it's four now. Three. 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 Oh, so I'm not that we, far off. Right, we, we could talk about episode one and two. And I didn't even finish the second one. Oh, I mean, okay. you can go ahead. Yeah. Well, what, what are your thoughts so far? Um, it's it's interesting. I'm still trying to like get used to like the settings and the whole um the plot. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, um, it does start like the first. I like the first episode. Um, the second episode yeah, the second episode is okay, but I, I haven't made the third one, and I I don't want to give out spoilers. But I thought the first one was interesting. Um, don't know what the whole like squids things and mm-hmm. you know. Do you understand rain. the squid references? The squid reference. No, I don't. I, so apparently, from like the like the show itself is a continuation from the original story. I don't want to say like the, the book, not the, the movie. Yeah, the book, like the movie, <clears throat> and like and the difference between the book and the movie has a lot to do with the squids in question that you see in the show. So in the book, the original story, the um the villain, his name is Adrian Veidt. He goes by Ozymandias. He was he was um he was one of the Watchmen, one of the heroes, but he was. And after the after they all broke up, he started like a toy business, and so he sold he sold his own merchandise pretty much, and made a killing off of it, you know, and which is a very meta thing, you know, like they make like you know the entire story of Watchmen is just a, a one huge character story on a superhero superhuman genre, and just pretty much picking nits at it and shit, you know what I'm saying? So you know what they do, they you know, they make comics to sell toys, right? They make comic book movies to sell toys. So the guy made toys of himself. And became like filthy fucking rich, and he went on to develop a lot of shit, you know. And they call him the smartest man in the world. So like, <clears throat> this is an alternate time, and like the world is on a brink of nuclear war. Like Richard Nixon's like in his fourth term or some shit like that. Um, all thanks to like like you know like mishaps of different like characters and shit. And Adrian Veidt, he came up with the idea to stop the Cold War and unite the world by manufacturing like this giant fucking squid and dropping it in dropping it in New York City. He caused a fake crisis to yeah, bring yeah, the world together. Yeah, to bring the world together and he succeeds. Like the squid kills like 3 million people in New York. <laughs> and uh, um but then like they eventually find out that this was all something that he did. No, they did they don't. That's that's the thing about the Rorschach character. You know the guys with the the racist guys with the mask? No, they eventually like there's like there's a follow up to that story where his character cuz that's how he kind of right, gets to where right, he is. Right, we're on not the talking show. we're not talking about that. We're talking about the end of the story going I know, but that's how, but Paul, that's how he gets to where he's at now. He's on he's in an isolated place, you know that, right? And that's not giving any spoilers or why. Okay. Yeah, I know he's in an isolated space. I'm saying, well, let's 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 get to that. Well, let's not give too much of the, right. the story okay. away. All right. Right. But yeah, I'm just giving him like the general footnote so he can have like a oh, better okay, understanding okay. of what he's. I mean, that would figure it out. But... Yeah. But yeah, that's that was the whole purpose of the squids because it's a it's a callback to like the giant squid that ended the the original story. But pretty much like the story of Watchmen is pretty much like it's a, it's a character study on the on the superhuman on the super on the excuse me on the superhero genre. You know, saying ask the question like, okay, you know, who's the real bad guys and who's the real heroes? Just because you put on a suit 
and go around and beat people up, does that really make you a hero? And these are the things that they bring into question. Like, it's a very contextual, like, you know, piece. Like, you know, it's a very contextual piece. It makes you, it makes you, you know, qu- like I said, it makes you question what, who's, the, who's the bad, who's the bad guys really? You know, say is it is it like and who's the good guys? Is it, is it people who you know lunatics? You know, pretty much psychopaths. Well, really, I mean, who dresses up and go and beat people up in the night? It is, it essentially takes jabs at like DC predominantly. I mean, even no, the, though yeah, it the was, whole thing is meta. Um, not just and, DC, and just the superhero genre in general. Yeah, but there's like intention. Like so, originally when Alan Moore wanted to make the story, he went to DC and was like, "Yeah, I want to do the story." Like he went to use like Blue Beetle, the Question, a few other like established like DC characters. And DC was like, nah, you can't do that. <coughs> They're like, we just got all these characters. We can't have you go and like yeah. do what he eventually did. So he made modified versions of Yeah, that. which are, you know, somewhat like pulling from. Like each character kinda like pulls from like different like heroes in the in the comic book like Gambit, but um a lot of it I always thought a lot of it was kind of aimed at DC, and then like inter- interestingly enough, they've like come back to like bring both of them together in the comics. Now you can so. say Doctor Manhattan is a straight up. Like, he's Superman. Yeah, he's he's yeah. he's he's Superman in a more realistic tone, like you know, because like Doctor Manhattan is like the only character in the story who actually has superpowers, yeah. and and his arc is pretty much just him growing tired of the fact like why am i around you niggas like you guys are ants to me like i'm a literal god why the fuck am i around you guys and that his whole arc is just his general disinterest in humanity you know and it not to give away give away anything in the show but it culminates with him saying fuck y'all niggas him letting the villain get like get away like complete his plan of dropping a squid you know and then just dipping and going to mars like (laughs) i'm out (laughs) you know what i'm saying so like you know, that's like, you know, that and like I said, it just pokes like it's the real more realistic form of Superman. Like, why does Superman hang around these humans? He's like he's literally better than all of them. Like they're ants to him. You know what I'm saying? So w- what's his purpose for being there? You know, these are the type of questions that the Watchmen IP ask. You know, they you know, it, you know, it's just like, you know, what I'm saying it, it, the same thing with Rorschach. You know, what I'm saying the, I know the you know, the racist guys that would be wearing those masks in the show tone. Yeah. Yeah, they're like they're like they're doing that in homage to a character from the story called Rorschach, who like who's supposed to be like a play on Batman, but like instead of him being like this rich playboy, you know, you know that you know that goes around the night beating up bad guys, he's he's an actual like smelly homeless psychopath. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying it's just a more realistic thing. Like you know, what I'm saying like rich guys don't. I mean, rich guys want to get they want to get their shit off. They might go to a gun range, shoot off a gun or some shit like that. But there's nobody really rich with the same mind that's you know that can go out and do that and then keep up a whole second life like that. Or maybe they can. You know, what I'm saying, but like. That's what that's what Rorschach embodies, you know. Saying he's just this cra- he's just a crazy motherfucker, you know. Saying he was gonna go like he died because he was gonna go expose the plan of you know the the squid plan, which he did through a manifesto. But it's been held as like a like an urban legend, and that's what led to the formation of that racist group in the show, you know. Saying they just took his words and and fucked it up, you know. Saying made it something sick and racist. Hello? 
Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, like you guys wanted to talk about Watchmen, like the, your thoughts and stuff about the show, and we're like getting into like deep character yeah, thoughts. I, I just, yeah, I was gonna wait for him to get finished. Okay, I'm sorry, guys, <laughs> yeah. You could have stopped me. We I, could I, I tried. I tried. I just want people through. to have like a because th- I want to talk about this and I yeah. want people to have a thorough understanding. And it's it's hard but, to but, it's hard but, to but grasp. He, here's the thing. It is very fucking hard to grasp. I think I think I think from speaking with people who haven't watched. Who haven't read the book, um, and who have been watching the episode so far, and I think from just what I've seen, because I'm not the biggest Watchmen fan, um, I think they do a really good job of telling the story, to where if you didn't know about the back stuff, it's like okay. I think they're doing a pretty good job of kind of filling in those gaps. And I mean, listen, we live in a society now where it's like if you watch something, you want to know more about it, you can go look it up. Like that's just what whatever I mean. Yeah. Game of Thrones is a good example of it. I think this is going to be another example of how like you know people are going to keep going back to the book. I'm not going to be surprised if the book gets like another resurgence because people who are now into the show for the first time might want to go back. Yeah, and, I'm sending like YouTube you know? videos to people that I know that's like who's interested in the show and fuck with the show, but still trying to like piece things together. Yeah. So so before all right, so what I want to talk about is just like the world building that they're doing so uh-huh. far. Yeah. Cause the big takeaway for me, so like that first episode, you know, we kind of talked about it before Paul. Um and I want to know what you thought about it, Tone. Um, you know, the beginning of that first episode was fucking crazy. And, you know, I was talking to one of my coworkers today who just watched, you know, who just finished, you know, who just caught up. And she was like her and her and her and, and her man were just like like holy shit, this is crazy. And they were like, this is nuts. And we were talking about today, and I was like, yo, do you know that shit that happened in the beginning was a real thing? And she was like, no, it wasn't. I was like, yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that shit was real. And I was like, and don't feel, I was like, don't be embarrassed because you know what? I felt the same way when I found out. When I was watching that shit, I was like, this is some crazy, like, alternate universe sort of shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this was just nuts. And it was like the right sort of like tension. Like, I was on the edge of my fucking seat, just like, holy shit. Like, this is what we're doing. And then to find out on fucking Twitter of all places that no, this shit was real. Like I was like shocked. I was like kind of like I w- I did feel embarrassed. I was like, this is something I've never heard of before. Never <laughs> heard of before. Couldn't even have fathomed that something like that really all happened. Right, and it fucking did. All crazy. While we're on this wave, how about I pose this question to you two? You two got kids. You know, saying these are things that at a certain point like. You're gonna like you're gonna have to have these discussions. Like, I remember like when my mom used to sit me. Like I said, she grew up in the Jim Crow era, so she used to sit me down and scare me with this shit. Like you know, say I didn't need my teacher to show me roots on a fucking wheel and TV to know about this shit. My mom already like she t- she handled that. Like what what would be your guys' approach to like you know, you know you guys have black kids, so like what would be your approach to be like you know saying these these are the things that you should expect coming. You know saying. Um, I don't know. I think about that all the time. I just I I try to to set a good example, um. You know, try to. You know, it's it's. I have these conversations with Rebecca because you know we you know we have a a, a mixed kid, um, and you know sometimes like I wonder like if they realize that like there are things that he's gonna have to deal with that I don't even know what he experienced being a, a, a biracial kid. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother like, uh, dynamic. Mm-hmm. From you know what I'm saying because it's like you're from one thing and you're from another, but you might not necessarily like fit in with one because you know as black people we can be real assholes and life can be real like you know identity like yeah. identity crisis. So it's almost like a different thing to try and prepare for that I'm not really fully understanding. You know I can only really talk from my side. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, Rebecca can, you know, instill that compassion, I guess, from being a female and knowing what that experience is like. But I don't know, man. Um, I, I do think about that question sometimes. Like, how do you have that conversation about race and shit like that? You know, mm-hmm. and I don't yeah. know. I think for everybody, I, I hope everybody is different. Like, I don't think there's any one way, but that's just me. I don't know. What, what, what do you think, Tom? It, it depends, like, on, like, so if you're talking about, like, how, not just race, but, like, how uh, minorities or black kids deal with, like, police, it, it's different than mm-hmm. what they did maybe 10, 15 years ago, and I know they're trying to change the narrative again. Um, Like, my conversations, like, even with, like, family members, like, teenage, like, cousins and shit like that, and my own kids, you don't try to make them seem like they're like police or any type of law authority like they're um their opposition like you know what i'm saying like you're you're right you just teach them you teach them as if they're like you know like they're here to like as if it was school but you had that real conversation like like hey i know officers um the good thing about like our family even though like yeah my kids are mixed too uh there's a lot of like they they're surrounded by a lot of like law enforcement <laughs> you know like a lot of their cousins <laughs> yeah. yeah their cousins like their cousins are state troopers yeah. in multiple in multiple states um there's police officers in the family there's military in the family so th- they're they're they know that these are regular people um when you're trying to like you have to like humanize everything once you try to like act like all oh, those police you can't talk to them or they only here to get bad guys or some shit like that then it always gives that that kind of that, that um, yeah, yeah it's like that yeah. static in between like you know don't get too close to them you got to be nervous but if you humanize them and say listen you know like a lot of us have like badges in our car um from family members we have all sorts of police cards and shit like that in our glove department yeah, glove right. um, cuz I, so, I, so I wasn't I wasn't sing, I wasn't trying to single out cops like I was no, just no, no, no. I, I, no, I was just saying like like how do you like what's your approach just to preparing them just for like discrimination in general like you know what I'm saying? like 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 or just like just the idea of what it means just to be you like, humanize yeah you humanize i think we're we're at this point like in this country um because people think they're so different and they're not heard and they're not understood so when you keep you know dwelling on that then it does shit doesn't change um we talked about um the chicken sandwiches uh everybody's out there i i seen videos of white people fighting over the chicken sandwiches right. why yeah. is black <laughs> why the black people are getting singled out you know it's like i literally seen a guy in, in a truck a, uh, you know a white guy in a truck they're fighting over a fucking chicken right. sandwich the, po- the point the point i was trying to make is um like or the or like the destination i was trying to get to as far as like keeping it within context of that watchman episode in those opening minutes you know like brandon was saying like he has coworkers who you know they're adults they didn't know this, you know. What I'm saying like I knew, I knew this. Like I said before, because my mom sat me down and talked and told me all this. I'm just saying, like, like the point I'm trying to say is like a lot of these things. They're not like it's not. It's gonna go unspoken. They're not gonna talk about it, you know. So like I said, in, in school, the most, the most, you know, we like they taught us about the Indians, but they didn't talk about what happened to the Indians. My mom taught me what happened to the Indians. They just taught us about Thanksgiving. You know, saying they didn't. Well, they didn't, I mean that. Yeah, that's that's been. I mean that's. Yeah, still, like they used uh, to have us come and draw and like dress up as Indians. They never taught us about the fucking like the massacres and the slaughters. They used to and promote stuff. the Santa Maria, the Santa like <coughs> the pilgrims right. coming in. And, and the closest we got to like racial like you know discussions in school is like I said, they would just on video day they would just wheel this shit in and just show us roots. 
and that was it. They like they, there was no follow up quiz. <laughs> like, there was no, like, there was <laughs> nothing. The right. They, just, they would just put the movie on. The guy would go to his desk, check some papers, turn the light on. All right, class, get out of here. That was it. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody paying attention to that damn movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, do we think like you know they're gonna? This is the things they'll be talking about later, or like I said, in in the event that they don't, though. I mean, I'm just saying, are you would you, like? I mean, would you have an approach? I mean, I do think, like I said, I'm not saying you should drown your kids in these type of things. Nah, you don't feed it. Like you, you got to know your kids, and you got to know the, the environment you raise them in. So if we're in an environment, I mean, even Brandon should know. They're around multiple different races all right. day. And it's, and like my kids are, like they're we were they're, they're drenched in every. You know, my 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 daughter was talking about like um her bus. She goes on a bus, and my daughter's half Spanish, and she was like, "I got real Spanish people on the bus. They they speak real Spanish. Like like, what do you think you speak in like fake Spanish? <laughs> like she she notices that they're a hundred percent." And that that's all that's their first language from a lot of those kids. Um, she's noticing the difference with those kids than versus the kids that are learning it as a second language. You know, like my son speaks it as a second language, like and he's he doesn't even use it. Like you'd be surprised that he knows some words, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if you're indulging them in this, like I wouldn't say indulging, that's the wrong word, well, immersing if, them and in, in that in that environment, then you can't think like I think that's when people mess up. Like yes, you, you, you gotta, should. Now you got to guide them because these, yeah. these kids are are very in tune to what's going on in the right. world around. Like I, said, them. I don't so, want. Like I said, I don't want them. To, like I said, I don't want. I don't, like, I'm not saying you should just sit them down. Like yo, this is how the world really. I'm just saying. I'm just like like they should like at least be prepared. You know what I'm saying? Like well, I mean, I but I don't know. Like how, how do you prepare? Like I feel like that's what, that's like, why I'm asking. Like, like 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 when I think <laughs> of preparing, like how do you prepare for someone? To possibly like hate against you, like realistically, like what is that? It be like? your what own kind, opera? yeah. You know, what sometimes saying? it's your own kind, because especially very true. very true. Like I said, being a mixed kid, like there's a good possibility that he might be rejected from some like parts of the black culture because he's not seen as being. So like is this a, a situation where they just like like just just find out and then come to you with it, or? I mean, the best thing I can do that for for my son, I think, is to keep him connected to his family because, like, like I know for me, like growing up, like my family was very small, so like it was just me, my mom, my grandmother, and my like my two aunts. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. as a kid, you don't really give a shit about that, but then as you get older, and you see like your other friends, and they have like these like connections and shit, like you realize that like there is some, you know, like when you have that strong like foundation, it's easier to approach the world with a lot more confidence. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to not knowing. Like, if you don't have that strong foundation, it's hard to be confident and, like, address, like, shit as they approach you and you you handle things. So I think for me is, like, making sure that, like, my son knows that he's got people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's got his Uncle Paul. You know what I'm saying? He's Mm -hmm. got his Uncle Tone. He's Mm -hmm. got his Uncle Adam. He's got his Uncle Dante. He's got his Uncle Jay. Like, he's got all these people who he knows that he has. You know what I'm saying? All from different walks of life. Different, you know what I'm saying? Like, my one boy, Jaywar. If you didn't know Jaywar, you'd probably think he was a racist. I love you, Jaywar. But, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's he spends time with my son, too. And You know what I mean? So, it's like, like that's the best, like, I feel like that's the best I can do is give him those those, those opportunities so that if he is presented with those situations, right. he'll be confident in knowing that, like, fuck you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I'm not going to cower 
or, or feel less than because of your fucking ignorance. You know what I'm saying? Because I know what I got and who I am and shit like that. Yeah, true. Like I said, this isn't me trying to like beat up on like other people. No, no, like no. That, I'm not saying that. I, I, think that's like, a, I think that's a yeah. good question. I, first of all, let me just say I think this is a very fucking like mature and awesome conversation that we're having right now. Mm-hmm. So fucking kudos to us. Yeah, like I said, like, right. like, like I said, I look at you guys and I fucking like I don't I like I don't know how you guys do it. Like you guys are like bodying this life thing. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm stumbling across. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like I like I have thoughts like, yo, what if I really have a kid? I have to take care of this thing, <laughs> and that scares me. So you just do it, man. You just man, listen. You just I'm still, fucking I, I, listen, do I'm it. I'm still warming up to people. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm a millennial, so I have so I reserve the right to have kids when I'm at after forty. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing for millennials. They just listen, they have it. I'm gonna be honest with you. You gotta be careful with that shit, man. I don't want to sound like an old person, but there's mad health complications when you get older. Yeah. So just keep that shit in mind. And plus, you really want to be like fucking seventy when your kid's like eight, eighteen, trying to like talk shit to him, like fucking be home by nine o'clock. Nigga, fuck you. Yeah, I don't want catch my, me. Yeah, I don't want my son to be able to beat me up. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what happened to, to Michael Blackston. His son beat him up. I think Eddie Murphy's son beat him up, too. Did Young Jeezy, no, Young Jeezy beat his son up. Right? No, Young Jeezy beat his son up, yeah. Okay. I don't think, you know, Jeezy got beat up by his son. That means his whole discography. Right. Yeah, that should never happen. I think that's what's going to happen to Fabulous, to be honest. I think his, his son, the one that loves wrestling, he gonna catch me. He gonna catch Fab. How do you fucking treat my mom like shit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he gonna pull a Tariq. He gonna pull a Tariq on him. <laughs> 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 step to him one day, and Fab gonna be like, "Yo, you better sit your ass down." <laughs> no, you sit down. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Getting beat up by your kids has to be the most humbling. <laughs> but <laughs> yo. Because it's like, in some parts of you, probably proud. Like, yo, my little nigga. Whatever happened to just playing your dad in basketball and beating him on the no, court? No. Yo, listen. Listen, parents today Jeez. are in fear of their kids, yo. Yeah. Like, these guys are just running the house. Ha- not all. No, no, no. Not all. But you'd be surprised the amount that are. That's what I'm saying. If I, if I, can't, I want a daughter. Like, I want a daughter. Shit. No, I wouldn't. I think no, they the worse. worse. They're the worst. At least with a boy, like, as a man. I'm so glad we brought this up. Well, talk thing, about. well, the thing is, I feel like I can, like, the thing is, I would make sure my daughter's, like, well-educated. Like, she can go do whatever as long as she just comes home. You yeah, know what I'm saying? She's going to figure that scheme right, out Right, you know quick. what I'm saying? And I figured, like, I can, I could just, you know, I figure I could teach her. You know what I'm saying? I figure I can make sure she's smart enough to make the right make the right decisions when she's by herself. And then hopefully she just get to a point where somebody will take care of her besides me. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas will, will, will carry your legacy and fuck with your legacy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not ready to go to the precinct to pick up my son because I heard he fucking date raped a chick. Oh, come on. I, 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 you went to the far. These are the things I'm thinking I about. Mean, I'm sorry. These are the things I think about. I mean, I, I'm not going to deny that as being a concern. But At least if something happens to my daughter, me. I can just go kill the man that hurt her. This is a really dark way of looking at it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Right. I've been thinking about this shit for the last five years. <laughs> oh man. So go ahead, kids. <laughs> so I know you've seen this thing on the internet um recently about T I and his daughter. Oh yeah. 
Oh, going to like, No, that's extreme. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm never going to be that extreme, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like, he bugging out. Like, like, like newsflash, T.I. is not as smart as he thinks he is. Alright. <laughs> yeah, just because a nigga reads the dictionary don't mean <laughs> Right. Don't mean that you're smart. That you, you actually know, know the words right. that you're talking about. Okay, I need clarification. So, okay, did he say this or did this come from second like another show? It was like an interview. Okay. Is he okay, when he says he's going to the gynecologist with his daughter, is he like going into the examination with her or is he just going with her and then getting an I update guess from the doctor? I think going to the gynecologist period with a chick who's you know I mean, you can bring your kid there if that's right, if but she's eighteen put... years old, bro. That's that's a trip she can make herself. All right, I'm, mm, sure. Like, 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 think about the like. Chicks don't even want to go to the mall with their parents. I mean, like, you talking about going to the fucking gynecologist? Okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge. Isn't that something I, you do with your like? You would do with your mom to get like birth control pills or something? I don't know. Is that what you do? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm just asking. Is he in the room? With even it, but the thing was is that he's pointing out that he asks the doctor, even if having a conversation about your. Uh, she, this is the oldest one, right? This is not the. This is not like and a she, young kid. No, yeah. Okay, because I when I read it, I, I I was assuming that they were talking like she was like between like I'm um, like 15, 16. She was eighteen, so she's of age. That's he's making that's sure the, that the, she's still a virgin. That's the, part, that's the weird part. Is she agreeing to him coming with her? Like, or bringing her? What's she going to do? Yeah. yeah, what's she going to tell him? I mean, now, if, 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 if she's saying no and he's forcing himself to go, then yes, that's weird. But if she's, <laughs> like, okay with it, I don't see the harm in it. No, but saying, if, if this is a scenario where Tia's like, no, fuck you, I'm, I'm saying, going. Well, you're trying to make sure your daughter is a virgin. I mean, first of all, it's a huge double standard right off the bat. Like the niggas, the nigga bragged about losing his virginity at, like, nine. Yeah, but, I mean, You know what I'm saying? True. We, you know what I mean? Like he might have gotten raped, and we don't want to talk about that. Yeah, well, <laughs> but like, well, well, we're getting way like, too let's serious. talk. Like, let's really think about it. Like, who's fucking a nine year old? Like, like I doubt. I, like, come on, let's be real about this shit. But still, though, it's a huge double standard. You know what I'm saying? Especially like his son or something came out and said, told Ti that he was sexually active. So he did. He, yeah. So you're fine with your sons being your like underage sons being sexually active, but your 18 year old daughter, you want to remain a virgin? It's it's it's, it's fucking that's toxic. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I, like it's in this matter. See, it's I don't know. I just feel this weird way now. Like as a parent, I have a, like sometimes like I know the line can be blurry. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's just like, I don't know when it comes to like your kid and shit. Like I, if if that's I, I don't know if she's cool with it and they have that sort of relationship and he's just going as support or just whatever. Like that's the relationship that they have. Oh, I don't think that's. I don't I think see how that's a it, problem. It's because it looks. It's it, it's like a lack of trust. Why don't you just talk to her and ask, like, "Yo, are you sexually active?" And if she says no, you sh- it, you should take her word for it. Yeah, you, know? you don't. You yeah. shouldn't be going. You shouldn't be going there with your daughter, man. I think it's inappropriate after a yeah. certain age. It just it doesn't set the right tone for you know when she gets older and she's in a relationship. Like what you know that the man has that final word, yeah, that yeah. power. Yeah, I, I just don't agree with it. Uh, T.I. could raise his kids however he want. He's one of those people that's going to, you know, dig his heels in. I mean, when they was putting up that fake post about Instagram privacy, he, he never took his down. Him. Yeah, like when they when they told him to he take it down. down yeah, he doubled down. That's his long-ass comment. He's like, this case, my productivity. You know, he just started making up words. You know, he's like. Certifiably. 
gratuitously yeah, invading my privacy. He's a, li- <laughs> he's a liberty ass nigga. So I had to take the congruent <laughs> angles and apply the X axis. Yeah. I just want to be prepared for if they had the audacity to take my pictures on my property. You know, it's like, dude. How do you spend five minutes around this guy? <laughs> and I love T.I. Yeah. <laughs> is the type that is just like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like him and... and I, but I, I do find that him and uh, Cardi B is probably like hilarious. Like them in a room just listening to them having a convo. Oh, that has to be funny. Cardi B is definitely like Kill what me this now. nigga talking about. Yeah, she she'll just say something though, and like something crazy, and then they'll probably just go off to a tangent together because they both just like start going off them some random shit. Like Ti is random too, you know. He does talk random shit. Yeah, him and Swiss Beats. <laughs> Speaking of Swiss Beats, I seen I woke up this morning and usually it's like fifteen posts from like Rap Radar. So I like check all those, and one of the posts was like, I guess Jay Z is preparing for his 50th birthday party, so he sent out invites, but this invite was a little bit ballerific. Mm-hmm. So his VIP invites were a Rolex um, Daytona watch, which averages about twenty thousand mm-hmm. um, dollars, and a eight, bottle of Ace of Speed, and it comes hand delivered because it's a twenty thousand dollar watch. Jesus Christ. Damn hoes. I'm like you know I'm trying to think how many people got it had to be at least an easy hundred. It's yeah. I mean, at least I mean, at his, easy hundred VIP members. That's yeah, because like two million. Got, yeah, yeah, if me Bill got one and Swiss Beats, you know good and well like Angie Martinez had to have gotten one. Yeah, and so shout out two million just to watch Angie Martinez. Martinez. You know she got into a she she got into a bad car accident. So oh, yeah, I heard. Yeah, shout out to Angie Martinez. But um yeah, you figure like Lenny Yes, um, all his day ones, you know, like the people like Tata, you know, like all of them got one. Um, people on like Rock Nation, maybe a couple people. That's crazy. That's that's crazy to spend that. Funny if, like, like Puff. Karen Silva, maybe. It'd be mad funny if, like, Yes, Jules got a Rolex. <laughs> oh, Yes, Jules get a Rolex. He's de- <laughs> I'm quitting everything. Rock Nation right Brunch is done. That, <laughs> that's the one good thing about the Rock Nation Brunch. Everybody got an invite except for her. Right. And Amanda oh. Seals. <laughs> and Amanda, Amanda Seals has never been to a Rock Nation. Is, they, that is nuts. Do you think they're going to kill her off on Insecure? Yeah. Comedy? That would be nuts. I don't think they'll kill her off. I think they just won't mention her again. They'll do her like the homegirl from Family Matters. She goes upstairs and come down. Right. <laughs> Yo, go, go upstairs and grab my phone. That would be funny. <laughs> you go to the summer camp, you never return. Yeah. Uh, she like lady. she has baby. Because she didn't have the baby, right? She didn't have the baby nah, this season. Right, yeah. So they could easily. So she has the baby. And then she just never returns. Yeah, she was right. like, you know, I'm not about this life no more. Or she dies at the pregnancy, at, the, at mm, birth. Mm. Well, now we're talking. Mm. See, now we're talking said, dark. That's what I'm like. Let us know. Not up for debate. He said, he said, call us up. We got it. We got the script. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can save power. <laughs> Listen, I, I've seen the last episode. I'm pretty, I'm confident that nobody can save power. <laughs> that was terrible. Right, so I have been watching a couple seasons, but I watched like the last, like, 
20 minutes of the episode. You done more and than me. It's just nuts. The shit that was nuts to me, because like, Doc hits me up. She watches the show. She's like, what the fuck? Why is it like 15 episodes? I'm like, damn, they got that many episodes? And then I look and see, they said it's the mid-season finale. I said, wait a minute, what the fuck? <laughs> she got like 30 episodes? Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? They don't do that shit on like Grey's Anatomy. Right, but mid-seasons after like six episodes, nigga, they already showed like 15. <laughs> They're all one yeah. hour. Yo, yo, 50's a nutty nigga. And people are still watching, which is funny, because I, I, I was talking to my mom, because she likes it, and I was like, that show is nuts, man. They on this Who Shot JR kick now? She was like, yeah, that shit is trash. But, like, people are addicted it. because... That shit's going to turn into a pick-your-own-adventure fucking show soon. <laughs> like, Bandersnatch. They're 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 invested. So you know one of my things, and I know we talked about it uh, plenty of times about when we get into like TV shows, and we talked about it with Game of Thrones, and same thing with like um, Insecure. Like my thing is with characters, like I love character development. It's nothing better than watching a television show, and like you're seasons in invested, and like the characters are developing, like with um, Arya Stark and like uh, Sansa Stark, like two great developments. And sometimes they disappoint you because, like, the writers disappoint you, not the character, and they just, like, break them down. Like, uh, like Daenerys was – her shit was not, like, in tune with what they developed her as to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the same thing with – like, so my issue with Insecure was, like, the characters never really fully develop, you know? They're just, like, always two steps back every season. Um, and it's not likable, you know, it's like, I can understand if you're a fuck up, but you're like a dumb fuck up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. my, my issue with power is like the first three seasons with people like this, cause there was some character development. It was like, ghost was trying to be this guy who's trying to get out the game and he's trying to do it the best way possible by bringing his family. Well, he was but like a no, good guy. He was trying to be a good guy. There was a good I guy in there. Yeah, and then they made him, like, out of nowhere, they made him a selfish guy, which is fine. I get it. His true attention is selfish. It's like, I'm going to do anything by any means for myself, not even for my family. But it all of a sudden, they just started being, like, out of line with what they were developing. The characters are for everybody. Yeah. So these last episodes is, like, these are not the same characters, not even close to if you play the first episode, the first two episodes of the whole series versus the last two episodes. You're like... What did you guys do to the show? Mm-hmm. Like these, like if you watch like Breaking Bad or The Sopranos, any of these great shows, play the first two episodes versus the last two. There is something in tune in line with these characters. Always the wire. One, yeah. yeah, there's yeah, there's some kind of byline that goes through uh, uh, intention. These characters don't have it, and they're the dumbest characters ever. I never seen characters on a show get dumber. Like they're they're snitching on each other now. This is a whole show about gangsters that was and making multiple. Everybody is ratting. Every single person on that show has snitched on the other person. See what 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 you're explaining kind of make reminds me of Sons of Anarchy. I don't know. Did you guys watch that show? No, I did. I, I know I liked it, but I never got and, it. It was kind of like the story, like with Jax. Like I always felt like in the beginning of the show, like Jax was like was always trying to do the right thing, but like the club kept like. The club's priorities always kept bringing him in, right? They kept, like, pulling him back into, like, just wild shit. And just like Ghost, he would always, like, maneuver his way out. But then it just seemed like it got to a point where he just, like, said fucking and, like, fully embraced it. And, like, mm-hmm. went, like, head first. And I never liked that because I was just, like, I felt like he lost what was, like, appealing about the character. Like, made you want to, like, root for them. 
And I'm getting the sense that's kind of happened with Ghost. Like, you people went from, like, rooting for him to, like, just saying, like, what's, like, why are we doing this? Almost Dexterish. Yeah, I agree. So is that just... So like, the motivation is, like, weird. And, like, he kept saying through this last episode, he's like, I can't be stopped. Nobody can stop me. Like, it was just too much, a little bit too much dip on a chip. He was <laughs> yeah, like, somebody's going to stop him. Shit. Yeah, yeah okay. and it's like, nobody's going to stop him really soon. And sure enough, at the end of the episode, he gets shot, and nobody was shocked. It was like, well, he did say nobody can stop me to every single <laughs> yeah. person. He's walking down the street, and he just looked at somebody, nobody can stop me. Like, he just kept saying it to every person he was in the scene with. And it was just like, yeah, we, we, we know what's coming. He could have just walked away, and people would have been like, oh, my God. And then, like, oh, it was just a shitty-ass show, man. I, I, we, we don't have to keep We really don't. Yeah, I'll wait for, Let's Book, be- I'll wait for Book of Power, too. <laughs> I'm here for that. No, I don't want to watch anything from Courtney. What's her name? <laughs> Uh, Courtney Kemp. <laughs> yeah, fuck her. <laughs> um, you guys didn't uh, by chance see uh, Terminator, did you? No, no. I, okay. I did. See, um, I did see. Um, well, if you had, like, if you're still like, you know, a little feel, a little feel a certain way about the way Game of Thrones ended, and you still want to get in that medieval bag, you can probably try watching the new Timothy Chalamet movie on Netflix, The King. I've seen trailers for it. Yeah, I started watching it last night. It was late, so I turned it off. But it was it seemed pretty good. Right, and plus, I spotted that. like three niggas from Game of Thrones in it. <laughs> Yo, Game of Thrones niggas are in everything. Like the guy, yeah, who, the the guy who played Tommen, who's uh-huh. actually doing his thing right now. He's in a lot of shit. He's in another movie. Um, I forgot the name, but another big movie that's about to come out. Shit. The guy who played Tommen's in it, and the character that he plays name is Thomas. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Jorah's playing Bruce Wayne on Titans. Who? Jorah. From, oh, uh, Sir Jor? Yeah, he's playing fucking Bruce Wayne on Titans. Batman. He's a little too, too I know. Little, right? Just you got check it out, man. I'm telling you, check that shit out. Okay, I'll give it a shot. Check I'll that shit out, out, man. You know what I mean? It's pretty interesting <laughs> take. I hate like don't that suck? Like people who work like in Game of Thrones get typecast for only those type of roles. Like even with um Kit Harrington, you know, he's playing on the um Black Knight in the MCU yeah. now. I feel like then we talk about is, things like is he over his rebound. depression? Yeah, is he over his depression? Hopefully, I'm oh, pretty sure. I hope he, is. he got that once he got that Marvel deal. I hope that made him feel a little bit better. Like dog, like the way Game of Thrones ended, it's just like they gotta make they're gonna make a documentary. Yo, about they that. left a really bad taste. Like so it, it, it really Marvel. affected it really affected like not just yeah. the viewers but like the people involved. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, this is definitely. A case I know we study. was joking about D and D and D. They pretty much like committed career suicide with this fucking season because like well the last three seasons i'll never forgive them yeah did you see the drawing that people it's like the like the game of thrones like seasons drawing and it's like a horse and then like the first part of the horse is like really nice and then the (laughs) bad part like fucked up that's them man they're just like they're so they're, they're so fraudulent like can we put them on a list i know we come into the end of the year and i'm trying to get like get my list together and there's too many but they have to be on there as scammers, man. They, yeah. they have to be on that scamming list. They definitely pulled off some of the greatest scams um, over the last decade has, that anybody has. I mean, they came up with a whole series that's really excellent based off a book that they loved and read. But they're the t- worst fucking show writers and show runners known to man. 
Yeah. I mean, listen, this they kind of can I tell you this kind of falls in line though with a lot of like, you know, big pop culture things. Like look at like the Star Wars movies. George Lucas is not a good director. He got really lucky with the first Star Wars. He didn't work on the second one, <laughs> and then he came back for the third one. He did the prequels. Fans shitted on it. And then sold it. Revenge of the Sith is pretty fucking good. Don't get me wrong. It is good. And you should check out Binge Mode Star Wars. It's fucking awesome. I've been listening. Oh, I love them. How are you going to tell us to check out something that we've been on for fucking... We told you, nigga. Everything... I put the record to you. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I didn't think y'all was listening to the Star Wars one, though. I really thought I was bringing it to you. I told you Binge Mode is my favorite I listened to the Harry Potter ones, too. I don't know if you did. Yeah, nigga. Anything the ringer put out, I listen to. All right, all right, all right. Oh, they put out shit on a stick. Fucking. Yo, are they fucking? I can't on that network that I've been listening to. Are 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 Mallory and Homeboy fucking? Well, Mallory's married. I I don't care. I just feel like there's something there. No, I think she's like that that on every podcast she's on. She is. They have the best chemistry though. They do. Amazing chemistry. Like I just sometimes want to be in the room and just like, man, you guys are just fun. Jason is mad funny. Yeah. Yeah, but he has his own like uh, podcast, and he's like that on his. And she does like other stuff on other podcasts because now she's the editor in chief, and she's like that. And she she is the best. She has some of the best like spoken, you know, like uh, like her language, like her use of language is the best. Yeah, like she talks the way she talks on binge she mode conveys, em- conveys emotion very well. Yeah, like she sounds like she could definitely host like a after like re, uh, after uh, after show for like a reality show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she's like I'm not, not even good. trying to simple her down yeah. that way, but she's just a professional. Like yeah, she's she's too good for that. She has a switch. Like, yeah, she the same way that she speaks on binge mode, especially when she does into like her you know her breakouts and she just basically goes on a monologue about the the book or whatever. Um. She speaks the same way about sports, <laughs> which yeah. is crazy. Like she'll be on. She does every Thursday with um, Bill Simmons, um, and she sounds the same way when she talks about a football player. Which obviously, you know, tomorrow she's going to come out. With, they they're going to do a new episode, and she's definitely going to talk about Lamar Jackson because she's a huge Baltimore Ravens fan. She's from Baltimore, so shout out to Mallory. So she talks about the Orioles and she talks about the Ravens. And I guarantee you, she the same way she talks on binge mode. She talk. She's going to talk about. Like Lamar Jackson, the and then, and it would make him sound like fucking Tom Brady. <laughs> That's a talent. You make him like he's the best. Yeah, it is a talent. Every every talented person. But so yeah, Bill, so so Bill is in trouble because she's on a he's he's definitely on a clock. Somebody's gonna offer a big bag soon. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. So these guys just completely. So I was thinking about this the other day. I can't think of any other show that was coming to an end. And it was such an adamant cry for people like wanting it to continue. Like I feel like I like I always like I feel like people are always like when a show ends, like people are for the most part ready for it to end. And it's like, okay, like let's put this, you know, let's put this this horse down. But with this show, it was like even now people are still saying like we need two more seasons. Like, can you guys think of any other show that's had that sort of like response or Game of Thrones? Like yeah, I that's I can't I, I can't. Uh, there's nothing that comes to mind. Freaks and geeks. Because I, I don't think people got the. But that proper... was just canceled though. Like this was like there was like a whole like this is the final season. Like that show was just like canned. I'm talking about like they uh, went through with the. Happens. I mean, we don't want to go down that route because I'm sure it happens. I mean, people wanted Seinfeld to do like three more seasons. I mean, really? They were offered up. 
offer they was offered a lot of money to come back. So it was friends. But those shows were like on like they were already like past their prime. Like this was like Game of Thrones felt like it was just getting to like yeah, the, the really like good shit. I feel like this only applies to Game of Thrones just because of how big the story actually is. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean you had his his lineage revealed in the same season where she finally makes it to you know, to Westeros. I mean, it, yeah, it was done wrong. The, it, it's because it wasn't ended right. No, it was just fucking. Yeah, I'm gonna complain. No other show comes to mind for me. To me, when a show's over, it's just it's just over. Yeah, like this is the one show that was just like I, I want know, more. Maybe the Office. Office, I was ready. Well, at least me, I was ready for the Office to be over. Like I felt like yeah, I Steve Carell was gone. It was kind of like that magic was like. It wasn't there. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking in a, more more in the context that he was still there. We could maybe, yeah. I would have loved to see have, have seen more, but that show kind of ran its course. Like I think Game of Thrones still had like it still had more to give, mm-hmm. and it just ended too soon. And and I get it. Like that show takes a lot of work to actually produ- like produce. And yeah. I, you know, and like you know. Do you think they actually wrote anything <laughs> for the last two seasons? No. No. But still though, like it's still it's still it's still a lot of work. You know, I get it. I'm not trying to throw. Them no, I'm not talking about like that. Obviously, production. Somebody wrote something because they had scripts and shit. But I mean, like you think they actually put thought into it? Like they literally read the book and was like, "Yo, we got a night." And I knew they knew like around season three, season four, it was like, "Yo, we fucked up." Because they was probably thinking like George R. R. Martin was gonna finish that fucking book, mm-hmm. and that nigga pulled a fast one on him. That nigga finished it. He just didn't give it to them. <laughs> like, I don't really like it. He doesn't like them. Cause that <laughs> nigga's still working with HBO, man. They fucked this shit up. They, they fucked pro- this shit up when they when they put the Night King in it. They definitely hit George with the Hey, Georgie, talk to me, baby. <laughs> they seem like those Listen, guys. I I I would love to see the pilot that they shot. <laughs> yeah, we got D and D on the line. <laughs> hey George. Hey George, you want a mimosa? Get this guy a mimosa. Hey, Sharon, get get George a mimosa. This is you know who this is. This is George fucking Martin. <laughs> When George comes here, you get him a mimosa. So, right, so talk to me. Book, you finish that book. <laughs> start restart production, pre-production in two weeks, George. <laughs> we need them reads, and man. I'll say out to Scotland. I <laughs> hope you got your passport ready, George. I would hate hey. to have to fuck up your story. George is like, you already introduced a fucking main character that you don't have a reason why he's there, which was the Night King. They didn't know what the fuck to do with him. Right. Like, how did he get beat with a knife? Like, this nigga's been whooping ass. <laughs> had a dragon. This nigga, like, took down a wall. But he all of a sudden he didn't see Arya start. I mean, yes. I still want to know what the fuck happened to all them fucking giants we saw at the end of season six. Yeah. 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 There's a lot season of seven, season, Like, there was like ten giants. We only saw uh, one during the Battle of fucking Winterfell. They I made, don't even know what really happened to what, the dragon that he had. Like it was just a terrible fucking oh man let's not go down that road yeah, we already want to do it I feel like we yeah we were in a dark right, place so at that point back to Watchmen <laughs> it, it is one of those things that you're disappointed in because it was such a great series and it still will be and people will remember it but they fucked up when they put in um I, I tell you when their fucking turn came I'm gonna tell you right now when they had Ed Sheeran in it that is exactly I, what happened that that's when it was never, like they never all these things. They were pouring themselves out. Yeah, when they went pop culture, it was over. Um, That was a shark jump. That was a complete. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, what what else do we want to talk about? 
I know some. Oh, I wanted to tell you guys oh. this. Uh, so I mean, maybe it's interesting. I don't, I don't know, but um, there was a, a a vote in Kansas. So Kansas City voted to remove um a, a street that was named after Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, it was following. Uh, so in Kansas City, uh, votes on Tuesday overwhelmingly approved. <laughs> Removing Dr. Martin Luther King's name from one of the city's most historic boulevards less than a year after the city council decided to rename the Paseo for the civil rights icon. So um, last year, the mayor and like the municipality decided to like change this street to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And um, a bunch of it seems like from this article, predominantly white people got upset and started a petition to go around and like get it removed and um it sounds like yesterday they won by like a like a landslide allegedly and it's kind of interesting because it's like so their argument is is that the city kind of went um they didn't follow protocol which i guess there's a whole process of which is a process in in anything involving you know uh, municipalities and shit but apparently they kind of superseded a few things and went and did it, and that's like the crutch of their argument. So they're, you know, it's been kind of like this whole big like friction in the city and stuff like that, and it's like making the city look kind of bad <coughs> and everything. But the people who wanted it removed, their argument is is that um, they want to keep the history of the city, and that this was kind of like desecrating that. But they do feel that they need to find a way to celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in the community. What do you guys think about that? Mm, rules are rules, I guess. <laughs> what? The, what do you mean? I mean, it's, they felt like rules were violated. You know, I mean, who, who are we to say they can't fight it? But I don't know. Maybe do I care about this enough? Sorry. Yeah, I was about to say. I was going to say that from the beginning. Like, if you want to rename a fucking street, then hey, man, whatever. What? It's a fucking street. Well, the interesting part is that the street that it was that that was changed that was Martin Luther King Street happened to be in a predominantly black neighborhood. So and it's, so the residents. So they so that residents yeah should fight. So, the so they were fighting, but the they bl- got over. They got. They were the ones that kind of. Brought this charge originally to get the street name, the, the street renamed. The black, and then after it was renamed. Hold on, so it was the black residents that made the complaint, or white residents? The white residents who made the complaint about the street being changed to Martin Luther King Jr. Mm. But it was the residents who lived on that street who came together and got it initially changed. So they were the ones, I guess, who sounds like went over the rules to get it done. Okay, I mean, I'm, I can't, like I said, I can't be mad at it. Rules are rules, but, eh. Yeah, I don't have an opinion on it, really. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's just. Well, put it out there if anyone else is interested. Yeah, it's just a drop in the bucket compared to what's really going on out here, so. Well. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of shit going on. Shit. Um, the one thing I wanted to talk about, and that's what uh, I just remember, um, I had to go on fucking Instagram to go look. Um, this whole thing with with Vince McMahon and WWE yeah. over there in Dubai, and that nigga hightail over sixty million. That this, so this whole situation is nuts, man. I don't like. I don't know what happened. I don't think anyone knows what happened. They're not telling anybody what happened. But this is a really like, this is karma. 
I mean, no matter how you look at it. They, so they're, they're, they're not the situation was, I mean, we don't know the situation like you said. Oh, no, yeah. Um, but the what we've been reading and what we heard is that, you know, obviously they go over there and they've been doing this for the last, what, two years, three years, um, going over there. And they, it's been that long. They do a little, they do a little song and dance and jigaboo for the prince over there, MSB, and his 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 group. Is it MSB or MBS? MBS, right? I think so. One of those acronyms. I'm not sure. Um, and so they do a little song and dance for some money over there, and they jigaboo and shit like that because they love wrestling over there. Um, so he brings his whole top talent over there and, and they don't really, you know, they, they got different rules and it's a different culture there. So for the first two years, there was no females wrestling. So it would just be the top talent that they want and they want these dream matches. So I guess this year Vince was like, yo, you got to pay, man. We've been doing this for like a couple of years. Well, yeah, I guess they didn't, <laughs> you didn't, they, fucking didn't pay. <laughs> they didn't get paid from the last show in June. So, so Vince was looking for his money and they didn't have the money. So I guess he threatened them. He's like, well, we just ain't going to do the show, and we're not going to share it. You well, know? well what, what, he, what he did was is they did the show, but they delayed the airing over there in Saudi Arabia yeah. for like an hour. And he was like, but I heard, I don't know if this is true, but I, I heard it was after he got the money. He still um, did no, he, like, he said he was before. going not show it. He wasn't going to show it. And they said, well, you know, they worked something out, and they guess up by the time they got it up on air, because it was supposed to be on air, it was an hour delay. So, so this has been my question: If that is the case, all right, you're dealing with a government that allegedly kills people, knowledge, allegedly kills people on a whim. Is Vince McMahon really that crazy, or is he just really that connected that he had the gall? To just be like, fuck you. No, I think he no, he he definitely called their bluff, which I would have did too. Is like, <laughs> like, like, no, I, I mean, like, it is the goal, it's the goal of it, but he ain't connected. They ain't connected to shit, you know. Like, you don't think his relationship with Trump has anything to do with this? I'm just, like, I'm not trying. I'm just, I'm just been wondering. To being, no, I think it's common sense. Is a relationship to being Vince McMahon, a high profile person that brought fucking sixty wrestlers over here to do a show? <laughs> what are you really gonna fucking do? I mean, like, you, you could kill me, but there will be a fucking shitstorm on this whole country that you will not believe. Like, he called them bluff. You think Trump and any, like, Trump, I mean, Trump would probably tell you to, like, yeah, call him bluff. I got your back. <laughs> but, I, but I don't think, but anybody with common sense and any foreign intelligence or a government intelligence will tell you, like, dude, don't fuck around with these people. You know, it's like, this is not a joke. Vince did that shit on his own. He put two and two together. Like, what is he? I think what are wild, you, <laughs> like, what are you really gonna do? I'm not gonna show the fucking shit on the air until you pay me. I would have did it. I mean, let's just let's be honest. If we was in Vince's boat, we probably would have did the same shit too. Like, what? Do, what's the option? I mean, listen, based on the, on, on the history not, of making not, deals, yeah, we probably would. It's just like, yo, you're not gonna fucking kill me. I'm Vince McMahon. I'm a billionaire. I, my show is on TV three days a week now. What are you really? You really gonna make like? John Cena disappear? I mean, John Cena wasn't there, but you're gonna make you're gonna make fucking all these top wrestlers and Brock Lesnar disappear. Yeah, like but, but see, how all, is that gonna all, work? That is true, but all the motherfuckers had their own planes and they got the fuck out of there too. But that's the story. I mean, I I didn't hear the the second part until today on um, when I listened to Shoemaker, and I guess the wrestlers, top wrestlers with money, yeah. chartered their own planes. Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah. Brock Brock owns his own his like, own his own plane. Well, I yeah, know he did and, at one point. 
So the, the top, well, I don't know if he chartered a plane. Like, he don't own a plane that could go over there, probably. He probably has a plane in America. Oh, that's one separate one. So, I guess, yeah, so the top wrestlers chartered a fucking plane and hightailed it and left the fucking country. <laughs> yeah, did you and see Ric Flair's post? Other ones that didn't have the dough, the pony up the dough, and that was like the middle roster, they were sitting on the tarmac waiting until, I guess, a payment, an electronic payment went through for $60 million. And, then those and by the difficulties were fixed. It was like halfway across the world. But Vince is a bitch anyway for fucking trying to do a show, live show on Thursday and yeah, try to do a yeah. other one on Friday. Well, you know, in, in that same episode, you know, they, they, that same Shoemaker episode, you know, they talked about, you know, they're kind of like beholden to these two fucking powerful entities now between He's, fucking Fox and I'm, now the Saudi government. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is crazy. Like, they're still, doing way too much. They still gonna kill Vince. <laughs> Yo, all that Vince has ever done in his life, and then get killed by MSB or MBS is gonna be the funniest shit ever. I mean, listen, to, to have a humble beginning in South Carolina, growing up in the backwoods, and to being murdered by a to get royalty. Yeah, I mean, to getting a, shit on by Saudi royalty. Yeah, that's a fucking story. But yeah, man. So so it created this whole shitstorm. But then in the interim, on Friday Night SmackDown, because the entire roster was fucking gone, they have this fucking crazy ass invasion angle with NXT, which was actually like. Fucking so cool. I heard mixed reviews. You said it was cool. I heard people say it was the dumbest shit ever. It was just like, what are we, what are they doing? And so now they just now they're entrenched in it. And now tonight they had an invasion from WWE wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's I mean, just it's, like it, it was inevitable. It was ne- in, it was inevitable that they, I mean, listen, they're on separate like separate shows, but they are obviously they're they're still like having these crossover like appeals. So they're they're on separate networks. I think the way the deal is is like these shows are still going to get these wrestlers. I don't think it's this exclusive thing that we were like led to believe. Like they sold us a, a, a some bullshit goods. And it's just regular business now. This NXT show is just a third show that they have. Like they're doing what they've been doing essentially for like the last fucking ten years with these shows, and I'm okay right. with that because you know what? I gotta say, that I really have not been paying too much that much attention to like the wrestling product on on WWE because this AEW's been like really just had me completely like hooked, man. Like they are just do, like even fucking tonight, man. Fucking Cody Rhodes had a fucking promo that like literally just. Was like take my fucking money, man. Take my money. I'm paying for this fucking pay per view on Saturday. Like they don't do that shit in the WWE. Like they're doing the same cookie cutter shit. And it's like it. It is. I. I. I have heard people's complaints about like this invasion. And on one hand, it doesn't make sense, you know, because it's like it just kind of came out of nowhere. And it's like they portrayed these wrestlers for such a long time as being like less than. And then they come in and they just beat the shit out of everybody. And it's like, okay. Yeah, exactly. I get that. I I get that if you haven't been paying attention to the NXT brand. But it's like, I don't know what else. I don't. don't, We've been trained for so like wrestling fans have been trained to the WWE. It's like this is nothing new. Like it, it is what it is. You either accept it or find an alternative at this point. So their struggle for the last couple of years is like what matters now? Nothing matters. Like nothing matters. Everything changes. Yeah, that's just, yeah, that's like, how they do shit. So they're not building there's no story mode no more. It's no none of that shit. It's just like every week is something different. Like the week before just doesn't count. No. So we're just going to re- hit reset every week and that's what's going to fuck them up. I mean, the fact that they're still going on with this fucking 
um, Rusev cheating fucking angle and. I don't get it. I I think that's Vince McMahon. That's the one thing. Why would you Why would you fucking double down on the most the dumbest storyline that you have? It's an abusive relationship, man. It's nah, man. That's a dumbass relationship. It is. It is. It is. Like I know my worth. I'm better than this. But I keep coming back. I'm trained to be ready to watch wrestling on Mondays. (laughs) I, I don't know what else to say, man. I, I, uh, I mean, if it works, it works, man. No, it doesn't. I'm not telling you that it does work. I'm, this is a cry for help, man. <laughs> like, I don't want this life no more. But, yeah. That's it. it? Yeah, yeah, I guess. I'm going to come all the way clean. I was dozing off. Yeah, no, I was just, I was just staring <laughs> at you. This nigga was sleeping, standing, <laughs> like sitting up. <laughs> it was quite impressive, Tony. <laughs> This nigga can sleep anywhere. <laughs> like, you know, because the, th- the, fu- the funny thing is we still had, like, another segment to cover that we couldn't do with you on the phone, but we just, I'm going to just wait till next week. <laughs> it, can, it can wait. I'm fucking tired. Are you still recovering from Vegas? Yes. Damn. It was a very, it was a, it was a very, like, it was, that's why. Was, was this an eye-opening experience, like, realizing, like, where you are in life now? Like, physically? It wasn't an eye-opening experience. It was just, like, a backbreaking experience <laughs> of where I was at in life. Like yeah, I can't I can't do that shit anymore. Like like I mean I could do festivals but I'm grown now and I have to do grown shit and grown people don't fucking stand with the crowd. They don't wait in lines. I'm so glad you made this realization. I was waiting for you to come to this <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like I just say like like you know I like I was on bro- I was still trying to move on broke bro- boy time which isn't really the case for me anymore. <laughs> So like you know if I can if I can afford better I should do better, excuse me and that's the lesson I learned from Vegas. But there will be a full breakdown with the homie doc. She, I'm pretty sure next she's, week. Yeah, she's gonna have some interesting takes whenever we feel like it, whenever we get the chance. But more than but within pretty soon. We'll, we'll have two guests next week. Is that, is that correct? We'll figure that out. Okay. But um yeah, good episode. I'm gonna go get some sleep. You know I got the itis, some chicken sandwiches. <laughs> Are you about to go back down there on your way home? Fuck no. Right. I'm still tempted if I want to try one or not. I'm like kind of afraid, and I don't know why. Yeah, you just wait a month, you'll be alright. They'll still be, they'll still be around. All right. Peace. <laughs>